Mitchell Robinson is having the best year of his entire career with the New York Knicks. He is doing historic things and he is making an impact for the Knicks like we've never seen before. We're going to break down exactly what he's doing for the New York Knicks, why it's so historic, and why if he continues at this rate, he'll do something that we haven't seen since 1995. We're also going to take a look at RJ Barrett. Because recently, ESPN did a list of their top 25, under 25 players list. And unfortunately, RJ Barrett did not make that list. We're going to break down who did make the list above him and if he should have made that list above anybody else who actually made it. All of this and so much more today. Let's get started. Mitchell Robinson is having a career year with the New York Knicks. Now I know he hasn't been doing everything that we've wanted him to do on the offensive side, but I think on the defensive end, arguably he's been one of the top defensive centers in the NBA to start the season this year. Not only that guys, there is a stat that Mitchell Robinson is having right now that is absolutely insane, historic, and absolutely incredible. Shout out to Fred Katz for mentioning the following. Mitchell Robinson's offensive rebound rate is currently better than the offensive rebound rate than seven active NBA teams. So one man, Mitchell Robinson only, has a better offensive rebounding rate than a seven current active NBA teams that is outrageous to quote Fred Katz to start this season guys do you know how incredible that is this is one man rebounding on the offensive side better than combined seven NBA teams that is outrageous I know we're just starting the season but that just doesn't make sense how does that make sense? It's incredible. Shout out to Mitchell Robinson. Clearly having one of the biggest impacts on the defensive end. On the offensive rebounding end than we've seen ever before. It's just incredible. But here's where incredible gets historic. Here are the NBA and ABA single season leaders and records for offensive rebound percentage. Take a look who's leading it. Mitchell Robinson at an outstanding rate of 20.87%. This type of pace currently would lead the entire NBA, even going back to Dennis Rodman era in terms of rating for offensive rebounds. That is just insane now obviously he'd have to keep up this historic pace for the rest of the season will he do it to be honest it would be crazy for anybody to do this today but if he did that he would basically end up at a better offensive rebounding rate and percentage than even Dennis Rodman had if he keeps up this pace and Dennis Rodman used to have 20 25 rebound games with zero points. He had an impact on the rebounding like nobody's business. 
and Mitchell Robinson is even giving him a run for his money on that end of the floor. It's just historic. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely insane. It's wild. And Mitchell Robinson's defense to start the season with the New York Knicks has been lethal, impactful, and has been the reason that the Knicks have been so close in all of these games, have had a shot to win so many of these games. He is a monster. Incredible. And Fred Katz from The Athletic also agrees and said the following about Mitchell Robinson. It feels like Robinson is hitting his prime. Through the season's first seven games, he's been better than ever. No Nick player has been steadier than Robinson, who has reached new levels of discipline and physicality. His hands are always either out or up. His pick and roll defense, which was stronger than ever a season ago, is now even better. He's committed to the scheme and is using those never-ending limbs to disrupt passing lanes. Ball handlers have tried whizzing bounce passes by him various times this season, only for his massive pause to deflect the basketball. Robinson is corralling 20.9% of the Knicks' missed shots when he's on the floor. Think about it like this, according to Fred Katz. More than one in five Nick misses falls into Robinson's hands. And that doesn't include all the instances when defenses send three guys at him just to keep him away from the basketball, which provides a friendly bounce to one of his teammates. This is just magnificent. Every single time a Nick player shoots the ball and he misses, according to Fred Katz, he basically has a one in five shot to get the rebound and pass it out to another Nick player to get another shot, a quote-unquote second chance opportunity. Mitchell Robinson is having a career year before everybody's eyes, but nobody can see it clearly because there are other stars on the team like RJ Barrett that are actually doing a little bit better or showcasing their skills just a little bit more that are taking the center stage. So he's not getting as much kudos and praise. I'm speaking about Mitchell Robinson, but... If he keeps this up, he's going to be hard to ignore number one. And that praise that he's looking for is absolutely going to come. Because you can't ignore this. It's historic. It's historic what he's doing. We cannot ignore it. Not to mention that the Knicks rank second in defensive rating. Although we still rank last in blocks. But we do rank second in defensive rating right now in the NBA. And not only that. In terms of most contested offensive rebounds per game, Mitchell Robinson leads the league comfortably at five rebounds per game. Then you got Rudy Gobert at 2.8, Zion Williamson at 2.5, Asir Thompson at 2.4, Clint Capella at 2.4, and Jokic at 2.4. That's what Mitchell Robinson is doing. Amazing. Career year historic. These are some of the phrases that might come to mind when you look at this and you think to yourself, wow, Mitchell Robinson is having an elite impact for this Knicks team. He is amazing. He's been amazing. I didn't think he could do better on the defensive end given what he did last year. And he proved me wrong, folks, because he's doing better this year 
that I could have even hoped or dreamed for. And he's going to continue, I think, to get steadier, more comfortable, and better as this season progresses. And if he gets better, guys, than what he's doing right now, the league better watch out because he's going to be a force for this Knicks team. R.J. Barrett was left off of the top 25, under 25 list. And of course, I wasn't surprised by this. Why wasn't I surprised by this? Because R.J. Barrett has notoriously been left off of this list. It's like they forget he exists. But you know what? It's okay, RJ. It's okay. Shout out to New York Basketball on the App X for reporting the following as well too. Alfreen Sagoon, Jalen Duran, and others make the ESPN NBA 25 under 25 over RJ Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly, who absolutely did get votes, but those votes didn't account for anything because they didn't make the list. Now I know you're curious. So I'm not going to keep you waiting too long. Who made the list over R.J. Barrett? Let's take a look. Here's ESPN's top 25 under 25 based on future potential. You got Luka, Ant-Man, Wembayana, Halliburton, John Morant, Cade Cunningham, Williamson, Garland, Ball, Jaron Jackson Jr., Maxi, Evan Mobley, Chet Holmgren, Paolo Banchero, and then Scotty Barnes. That's your top 15. Then going 16 from 25, you got France Wagner, Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, Jalen Green, Walker Klessler, Jalen Duran, Tyler Hero, Scoot Henderson, Keegan Murray. And rounding out the list at the 25 spot is Alfreen Segun from the Houston Rockets. So there you go. That's the top 25 list for ESPN according to them based off of future potential. Now, I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of names there that I agree with should be there. And I can see why it was hard to put R.J. Barrett over some of those names. But let me say this. If a certain player hasn't been doing well and hasn't played up to their potential yet, and a certain player is, maybe you swap some of those names in there. And that's all I'm going to say in regards to that. I think you can make an argument and a case that R.J. Barrett should have been at least 24 or 25 on that list. I think it's ridiculous to think that him, given what he's doing this season, his projection, his age, and where he's factored to be, given his role on this Knicks team, I think absolutely should have made the list. But I understand why he did it because he never makes these lists. So I wasn't shocked by this. I don't know if you guys were, but I wasn't. However, we should note one thing before we end the video, and it's regarding R.J. Barrett and that left sore knee. Because we are facing the Spurs tonight, and with that game ahead of us, we have to talk about R.J. Barrett and if he's going to be okay to play on that knee. And he mentioned the following about dealing with the knee soreness. According to R.J. Barrett, just trying not to think about it, still a little sore playing through it. According to Barrett, I'm going to have to live with the pain. Got to be mentally tough fight through it. I'm sad to say this because I love RJ Barrett. He's having a great start to the season and I don't want to see him miss additional time or miss any other games. The thing is though, the Knicks need him. Clearly the Knicks need him. He's one of the best players. If not, he has been actually the best player for the Knicks when he's been on the floor for them. So I got to say, 
The Knicks desperately need R.J. Barrett to play every single game. But let me say this. If he's going to play and is going to risk further injury to that knee or it's going to hurt his career in the long run, I don't want him to play. I'd rather him rest, recover, and come back when he's ready. But if he's going to play through it and it's not going to hurt his career and doctors are not going against that decision, then I'm okay with it and I'm okay with them playing through it because like I said, the Knicks are going to need all of R.J. Barrett and so much more if they're going to beat this Spurs team who want to make a statement after they were blown off the floor the last game. So we got to make sure we remember that going into tonight's game against San Antonio. But what about you guys? What do you think about Mitchell Robinson's career year thus far to start the season? Are you as impressed as I am with his start to the season? What about RJ Barrett? Are you shocked or surprised that he didn't make the ESPN top 25 players under 25 list? Let me know in the comments, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.